Hey, everyone. Welcome to Lessons with Mike. I'm here today with Dylan Wisnett. And we're very excited today. We're going to talk about uh, a growing problem that a lot of people have to deal with. And uh, uh, we're going to be talking about early baldness in men, particularly. Yes, um, definitely. Um, now, I think the purpose of this, for me at least speaking about this, is honestly um, to educate and help somebody that may be going through the same thing. Um, but I'll basically share my story a little bit and then kind of, um, you know, go over just general things about it. And then, um, you know, whatever questions you have, I'll try to answer them the best I can. Yeah, for sure. Now, see, I always thought you just shaved your head. Yeah. So basically, and I know um, a lot of people have heard this before, but a lot of people, especially um, like your parents or grandparents will tell you that your um, genetics referring to um, if you're balding or not, if you're, you know, if you're going to be bald, um, it comes from, you know, they say the X chromosome from um, usually, you know, obviously because the mother's uh, father. So my mother's father, my grandfather was bald. My dad is also bald. And basically everyone in my family, like immediate family, like grandparents talking about parents, um, except for my grandpa on my dad's side and all of his brothers, um, they are the only ones that basically have had hair and have not lost their hair. Okay. So it's pretty common. It's a pretty genetic thing. Yeah, for the most part, it can be caused by stress and other factors, but um, mostly I would say that it's genetically related. And, um, you know, I was always um, like, because basically I started shaving my head, um, started buzzing it in uh, 2018 um, in um, July. And before that, though, I was always kind of self-conscious about, you know, I was worried about balding because of my family history. And um, I started noticing some signs that basically um, at first, you know, I was really self-conscious about it. And, you know, most people are because, you know, one thing about um, us as humans, I think that a lot of us, you know, the way we identify ourselves is in part on how we look and our appearance. And then sometimes we can be very critical of ourselves. And um, I think that at first I was very, um, like I said, self-conscious, like, for example, um, when I use my hairbrush, um, I had a lot of hairs in my hairbrush from brushing it, and a lot of hairs would fall out. That's one big sign for me that I noticed. And then also my hair was starting to thin. Um, and see, the thing is with men, um, usually um, there are two types of balding or a combination of both. Um, one is a receding hairline where your hairline basically, you know, a normal like yeah, it goes hairline starts out basically, you know, it's kind of like straight across. And um Normally, and this is how I really was balding, um, my hairline would recede, like it would, you know, go up in a pattern that was kind of like, um, just, you know, my hairline, it was kind of like the left and right hand sides of it were like losing hair at the um, sides. And basically that was, and then my hair was thinning as well, like on top. Okay. Okay. And when was this, you were about, this was 2018. How old were you at the time? So um, I was 20 years old. Um, now in 2017, I started really, um, noticing everything. Like I would say towards the middle to end of it. And what the weird thing is, is before, like I had the courage to shave my head, I literally started growing my hair out long. I've never had my hair long, except when I was like three or four years old. And I did that because my, my conscience was telling me, oh, if I grow my hair out long, then, you know, basically my, um, hairline's not going to be exposed. I'm not going to look balding. So you were worried about losing your hair from a young age. Definitely. I would say, um, especially starting in high school, like, you know, my hairline was okay in high school. It wasn't like bad or anything, 
like some people really lose their hair, like even younger than I have. And, but I was just always concerned about it because my family had the history and, and all of that. And then basically the odds were stacked against me, sort of say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so when did you feel like you had to start shaving your head or why did you start doing that? So a uh, good question. So basically, um, and this really helped me um, when I was self-conscious about it and everything, and this was for months, you know, some people, um, you know, they go on for years and years and, you know, try to keep their hair in a way. Um, like as far as like um, to just, you know, they're very scared to shave their head. Well, I started watching um, a specific YouTuber. His name is Nick Shell. And he is a gentleman that back then he doesn't do hair loss videos anymore, but for he's known for hair loss videos. And he would encourage, you know, his um, listeners firstly to, um, you know, basically be confident in yourself and, um, you know, if you shave your head, you know, he was talking about um, basically it relieves a lot of like uh, worries and stuff because, you know, before you shave your head, um, anybody that has shaved their head will know this. Before you shave your head, there is a worry and they're like, is it going to look stupid? Is my head shape going to look weird? You yeah. know, is it going to look bad? And, you know, that's for all, that's for most everyone that shaves their head. And, you know, I had fears of that. But when I watched that guy, I watched him for months and months. He really helped me, encouraged me to shave my head. And that's basically how I got started. That's awesome. You know, some men will spend absurd amounts of money on hair growth treatment and hair transplants. And I think that's really just a trick really of society to make more money. It's like, Oh, you, you need this. You need, when the reality is you don't really need to have hair. Like they're being bald. You, you look, the, you look fine. It's, it's fine. Of course. Yeah, I totally agree with that. You know, I have not seen a man that I know that has shaved their head that has not, you know, not looked good. I mean, you know, you worry about your head shape and everything. But in reality, I mean, it, like I said, like for my example, you know, I have not really gotten any negative um, comments about it um, since I've shaved my head. You know, people have asked me, oh, why don't you wear your hair back out? And, you know, sometimes I've thought about that. And I actually did try to do that one time in 2019. And um, let's just say that, you know, when I was growing it out in pictures, some pictures, it would look fine. But then I noticed one picture when I started shaving again, I was like, yeah, that, you know, it has actually, you know, receded even more from when I first started. Oh, okay. So was it growing in patches or? When I grew my hair out again, like my, the back of my hair um, is completely fine. Like it's, you know, it's not thin and everything. And that's for most men. Most men, when they lose their hair in stages, most of the time, um, at least from what I've seen, um, the back of their hair is, you know, um, yeah. more thick. And that's what they use for hair transplants. Usually they use the back of the hair follicles to transplant to the front. And um, what I noticed is when I saw a picture, for example, the one I'm talking about, I had a picture with one of my former managers that I worked at with and um, I had a picture with him. And um, like basically the top of my head, especially the sides, the left and right sides were very like, like there was like not a lot of hair there at all. Like it was, you know, receding. So that's what I noticed. Okay. Yeah. And, and like you were saying, there were two types of baldness typically that happen. There's the kind that we talked about with the receding hairline, uh, but there's also the kind where the hair in the center of your head is the first to go. And then over the Absolutely. years, it's like, it's, it spreads. It starts off as like a crater almost it spreads. And I've always thought it's strange. A lot of men will keep that and just comb over it. But I think, for a lot of people, they would look better if they just, you know, shaved their whole heads. They're just trying to hold on to it for some reason. 
Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, the thing is, I believe, you know, whatever makes someone happy is what they should do. But yeah. I will say this. I will say that, you know, I think everybody that is balding or at least at least in terms if they're fearing balding because of family history or if they notice that their, you know, their hairlines receding or their hair on their top is thinning, they're losing their hair on top. I think that everyone at least should try it um, because, you know, it, when you try it, you basically just say, you know, you don't you don't care. And you basically yeah. that that fear of what your head looks like when it's bald, um, you'll, you'll see it in front of your eyes. It's a, it's a relieving almost feeling. Uh, a lot of women and men who have shaved their head that have told, they've told me this, it feels so freeing because everyone's like, Oh, you can't do it. It just feels so freeing to finally do it and then see how you would look. And a lot of people get a really confident from seeing this. Of course. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, and you know, um, it is like you said, it is a really freeing feeling. And I'll tell you one thing that one thing that was really good about um, shaving your head is in a lot of ways, there is a lot of less maintenance because you don't have to brush your hair. You don't have to style it. Now you have to shave it, keep it up. You know, if you're going to like, um, you know, shave it bald, because for example, like I shave mine pretty much once a week. I try not yeah. to go over seven days because if I do that, it'll be harder to shave with the razor. Yeah. And you start after like a week or so, you'll start growing like little stubble. And does that, and it only grows on like the backside typically. So um, if you're at a really later stage of hair loss, um, it will really only grow in the back. But for me, I still have some on top, but it's just, you know, my, my pattern, like I said, is mainly the receding hairline. That's like, it's okay. kind of slowly, you know, um, degress and, you know, went um, further back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, cool. And one thing I did want to talk to you about, about this, do you think, because I think that this is becoming more common. Uh, I think a lot of men who may not have necessarily had this genetically are starting to have hair loss and starting to have it earlier than their family members had it. There are people I know our age, younger than us, who are starting to have receding hairlines. And do you think that this is becoming more of a common thing? Well, um, you know... In terms of like um, seeing it more and more, like like with people balding, right? In terms of, uh, do you think more people are are becoming bald at an early age? You know, um, I would say now. To be honest with you, I think really um, a, most. I feel like most men at some point in their life. Um, now, this is talking about you know in their um, young age, but mm -hmm. I think at most point in most men lives of men there is a hair loss stage whether that's fully or you know in a way you know because some men for example like they may not even go bald but in their 50s and 60s like they lose a lot of hair yeah um, but for young men especially i do think that you know and one thing that i've noticed too like i have a friend that he has a full head of hair um and the thing is there is a um, hormone called DHT, which is dihydrotestosterone. Okay. And that is a big um, proponent in hair loss. Basically what it is, is the, um, in most cases with DHT, what effects it has on the body is it has the effect of thinning head hair and, you know, receding head hair, but on the facial hair aspect, it grows facial hair. Okay. So that's really interesting. And a lot of people I'm sure don't know this, but the hair on the top of your head, like you were saying, that's completely different than the hair that's going to grow on your face or your leg hair or anywhere else. They're different. Uh, biologically, they're slightly different. Is that right? 
Yes. And um, the hormone itself, like I said, has different effects on different parts of the body. But in terms of hair and usually because the thing is, is I'm not sure if you noticed this or not, but have you noticed like, uh, like, for example, think about a person that has no hairline recession, like has a perfectly fine head of hair. And it's basically like a juvenile hairline. Uh-huh. Have you noticed that a lot of people in that case, a lot of those people, I would say that I've at least seen don't grow a lot of facial hair. You know, that now that you mention it, that is true. Like I have a little bit of a receding hairline and it's very easy for me to grow facial hair. So that's really interesting. And you, you have no problem growing facial hair. You know, I, um, I think definitely my um, facial hair has gotten better over the years. It didn't start off good. And, you know, I, um, I, I'm, you know, I am thankful for what I do have. Um, but I will say that like, you know, there are, like I said, and you know, in everything, there are exceptions to the rule um, of things. Um, but, um, like I said, now going back to, um, my um, friend that has a full head of hair, he basically, um, also he is graying in his hair really, and he is younger than me. And I've noticed that a lot sometimes with people that don't lose their hair, sometimes they gray quicker than people that do lose their hair. That's interesting. I don't have any gray hairs on my head. I have one singular gray hair on my sideburns and it's always in the same spot because every time I shave it, it grows back. So that one in particular, I don't know if that one's just like a deformed pore or whatever, but, and do you have any gray hairs? Um, I do not, not at the moment. Um, basically, um, here's the, here's the crazy thing is, and you see this with some people, my hair on my head um, was always like a brown. It was a, either a dark brown or a lighter brown um, pretty much throughout my whole life. Now, when I was a little, like a toddler at some point, like it was a little red, a little bit like an auburn color, but mostly I, I pretty much have brown hair. But my facial hair, however, is a mixture of like a brown and a red. Okay. Yeah, I've noticed that. That's A lot of people's hair color and facial hair colors don't match. And then like already my hair is starting to change color because when I was younger, it was a lot more darker and now it's like lightening. It's still pretty dark, but now it's uh, like it was so dark growing up. Some people would say I had black hair and I would even say that. But as time has progressed, uh, it's definitely more of a light to dark brown at this point. And then with my brother, his he had the opposite effect uh, growing up. He had very blonde hair. And as times progressed, his hair has darkened a lot naturally. Like with no added dyes or anything, just over the passage of time, there has been co- changes in the color. Yeah. Um, and, you know, um, that is interesting because um, and the thing is, too, um, with, you know, with balding, referring to facial hair, I think now the thing is, is that I have you know been bald and I've shaved my um, facial hair, but um for the past few years um, ongoing, I've just kept my facial hair, gotten it trimmed and everything. Mm-hmm. I think really, I think what helps a lot of people that are balding and that shave their head is facial hair. I think facial hair and I, and you know, one thing that's good about facial hair is that it's becoming more acceptable in society. Like, you know, with like, for example, like jobs and stuff like yes. people back then would say, Oh, having facial hair is not professional and that's completely not true. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, adding facial hair when you are balding, I think really helps you out a lot um, in terms of your appearance. And, you know, that's one thing I am thankful for, that I am able to grow facial hair. See, there's a difference. Uh, Some people might not know this. Uh, There's a difference between uh, typical balding 
and full-blown like alopecia because with that you can't produce any hair at all is that right yes, i think that's, that's right yeah um and you know um alopecia um and you know alopecia affects women as well i've known of yes. women that have basically lost all of their hair pretty much it's because of alopecia well. yes and um it's um you know i i cannot imagine especially for um for a woman to lose her hair like i can't imagine how that would feel um because you know a lot of um what you know women build up on is their hair and their hairstyle and everything yeah there's a very feminine uh quality to it and it's got to be very traumatic of course yeah it's um like i said i cannot imagine um you know um what it would be like as a woman to lose her hair um that's just a whole another uh ball game i would say yeah um but for sure yeah yeah it's so it's so interesting to me because there's just a lot going into this like genetics the food you eat uh the exposure you get to the sun the exposure to other chemicals uh there's so much that can go into it and what's really interesting to me is how much money that these companies put into products they're like oh like dr oz for instance like he has all kinds of products i don't think any of them work but he's always talking about oh rub this oil on your head and you'll grow hair oh uh, eat this magic plant and you'll grow hair and it seems all like scams to take advantage of people oh of course don't feel secure in their appearance they're like oh i really wish i had hair then i would be a lot happier and they need there needs to be a push of self-acceptance i think oh i completely agree and you know um you know talking about that and, and you know the thing is a lot of people um do that like in terms of targeting people for money mm-hmm. um not just with like hair loss and stuff like for example oh, yeah, for there all are kinds pe- of things oh yeah like and you know there are people on like youtube that like promote like dating advice or whatever and they ask you to pay them money to have consultations with them and what that's doing is basically preying on desperate people that want something and in reality they're just using it to gain personal profit exactly and like let me tell you right now, anyone who says, oh, I can be a dating coach, just pay me. That is so unnecessary. Like, absolutely. There are other ways to figure out how to talk to women or men or whoever it is you're trying to talk to. There's other ways to figure it out. So anyone listening, if you're struggling with this, do not pay anyone to help you. Yeah, I completely agree on that. And, um, you know, um, kind of um, going off what you're saying. Um, back when I was um, really concerned about my hair loss in terms of before shaving it, I, di- I was I didn't really take much of anything except I did take hair vitamins um, from GNC. Um, I did take those and then I stopped taking those pretty much um, when I started shaving my head. And but that was the only thing I ever used. And, did you those know, vitamins uh, have any kind of effects, you think? Um, you know, the thing is, I didn't take them long enough to really know. Yeah. So I can't really speak on that, but um, I will say um, referring to like, for example, like a hair transplant, I think that hair and, you know, hair transplants can cost a lot of money. Oh yeah. Um, especially if you're getting them um, within the United States, you can go to another country and get them for cheaper. But in a lot of times, a lot of cases, if you want to do a hair transplant, you have to go back for multiple sessions because exactly. it does just, in you. that's just a load of money that you're spending rather, you know, what you can do is, you know, and if that's for you, if you want to do that, if that makes you happy, then I would go, go for it, you know, completely. But, um, you know, when you shave your head, though, you're basically telling everyone 
that, you know, you're confident in what has happened to you and you're going to accept it. And, you know, also, um, I think one thing about shaving your head is that when you shave your head in a way, you look less bald than you do if you didn't shave your head. Yeah, I see exactly where you're coming from. And there's almost like a philosophical application here it's towards like the human condition you're like oh do you accept what's happened to you or do you try and change it like you can apply this to anything and it's really i really love your perspective on this yeah and you know the main thing about this is that i really want to um by by speaking with you about this i really want somebody who's listening that is going through this to understand that you know i know may not your exact situation, but I do at least know that I have, you know, been balding and I was self-conscious about it. And I just want to let you know that, you know, I took that plunge and, you know, I'm confident, you know, and look, here's the thing. Sometimes, yes, I do miss my hair sometimes, but I know that I can't, you know, really change it. And also I'm confident in the way I look without hair. That's awesome. I I think what you're doing is a really good thing. I really hope anyone listening uh, feels better about th- about th- their own hair loss and struggles with that. Uh, I hope that this was able to help you in some way. Definitely. And, you know, like I said, um, when you take that plunge, you, you, you're going to think at first you're going to be worried. You're going to be concerned as I was because it's a big change. It really is. It is yeah, it, it's a really big step. And, you know, I'm happy with what I did. And um, I feel like if most people would try it, at least it wouldn't look as bad as you would think. I don't, because I, like I said, I have like, when you go, like, for example, if you go to the store, if you're thinking, Oh, everyone's going to notice me that I'm bald. Really? They're not looking at that. Exactly. Um, They're not looking at that all. And honestly, um, at least from my perspective, uh, I have noticed, um, you know, a lot of women that I know like bald men. And, you know, um, you know, for me wanting to date women, I have not had a problem with at least um, having people like, um, you know, me being bald. And that's something a, a lot of men I'm sure worry about, like, oh, will I be able to uh, to get a date? And yeah, that's no problem. There's a large amount of women out there who not every woman because, you know, preferences, but a lot of women prefer bald men. And even disregarding that, most women won't care either way. Oh, of course. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And, you know, because when you are scared of shaving your head and you're scared of what people are thinking, in reality, mostly it is your fear. It's not others um, perception of you and it's not others judging you. It's really just it's hard for you, you know, as a balding person to do that. But when you take the step and you begin to, um, you know, appreciate, um, you know, who you are, appreciate that, you know, you have accepted this, you become more confident and you can see yourself in a positive light in terms of, you know, your um, attractiveness. Thank you so much for being here, Dylan, and talking about this. I really appreciate it. And yeah, of course. Listener, thank you for listening. Thank you. And um, just by the way, um, just to know um, who I am, basically, some of you may not know who I am, who I know Mike. Um, I've known Mike for over seven years now. Um, we actually met in um, January 2015. That was a long a, time ago. A long time ago. Basically, uh, Mike, we met and um, met his brother, Jesse, and at this lock-in at the time where everybody was staying up all night at this church event or whatever. And this dude was trying his best to be my wingman, and I will never forget that.
Uh, I tried. I tried really hard. Didn't work, but I tried. That's all that counts. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. I'll be back with Dylan uh, for another episode later. So stay tuned for that. We're going to be talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. Awesome. Sounds great. Thank you, guys. See ya. Bye.